I'm back, baby. <laughs> Last week was a hell of a fucking uh, thing to say, but uh, man, it's just one of those times, you know? All right, let's catch you up on everything, all right? So, first off, a bunch of people have been asking me about the club. Well, the club is still going. Uh, it's taking its own sweet time. It had a little bit of a hiccup, but uh, so far everything looks good. Um, right now, the owner is having to hit certain financial goals. And so, I think I talked about this a little bit. The owner basically has to meet certain goals, and he estimated he was going to reach those goals in August. And so the bank said, hey, no problem. We'll go ahead and we'll just, you know, push that out. Well went to the broker and said, hey, dude, you know, let's go ahead and, you know, push the, uh, the the deal out until August. Well, I've been waiting, 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 hadn't heard anything. So finally the uh, owner buzzing back and says, hey, listen, you know, we thought we were going to hit these numbers. We're not hitting these numbers. So this may end up uh, stretching into 2022. So, hey, listen, we'd like to sell it to your guy, meaning me. And, uh, you know, he seems great. He's offering us everything we want. He says, but, you know, we're going to have to either – you know, wait until things pick up, you know, put it back on the market, see if maybe somebody sells it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but basically, in a nutshell, it uh, it's kind of on hold. <coughs> oh, what really is the fun story of the day is I live in the Pacific Northwest, specifically in Vancouver, Washington. And normally around June, we're starting to get the 70s and the 80s, somewhere in there in terms of temperature. And we hit 108 today and that is unheard of for us so of course everybody is losing their minds and they're talking about it's all climate change blah blah which you know I, I think climate change is real but you know they're coming out and just saying that this is pure evidence of it and it's like well hold on a minute let's go back here and they say well you know the uh the last time we hit you know temperatures even approaching this was like in a 60s so i'm like well which is it you know is it things are accelerating or things not accelerating what the fuck ever but it kind of got me thinking about when I was younger and, you know, had no fucking money. Um, you know, because when I was, when I bought my first place, I had this shitty little condo. It was like a 1,400 square foot condo. Had a homeowner association with it. Fucking hated those people. And uh, had a, um, had no air conditioning, right? So usually for about a week in August, uh, we would get these, you know, 80, 90 degree weather and it was just miserable. You couldn't sleep, you couldn't nothing. It was a giant pain in the ass. You would like put a bowl of ice in front of a uh, in front of a fan. You know, you'd kick on some fans in strategic locations and then when the sun went down, you'd open up all your windows and pull all the air through and hopefully kind of clear uh, you know, cool things off, but uh, you know, in the long run it didn't really help all that much, you know. And then um Fast forward when I was still living in that little condo, asshole calls me up and says, Hey, I got a I got a kind of a deal for you. Alright, I'm listening. So he says, I want your TV. Now I had a flat screen. When I say flat screen, it was a tube, but it was a flat um flat front. Sony 36 inch Sony Trinitron. This thing literally weighed four hundred fucking pounds. This thing was massive. And it was a state of the art TV when it came out. And he says I know you want AC. I've got access to an AC unit. I'll trade you. It was basically a heat pump. I'll trade you straight across for your TV. Now, I was looking to upgrade my TV anyway, which I always am. So I'm like, all right, cool. So call up my old lady at the time and said, hey, we're going to get an AC. She's all on board. Asshole's going to do all the wiring. 
Uh, I got a, had to hire an HVAC guy to come in and do some piping and some miscellaneous shit, but past that, everything was fine. Well, this thing shows up. You have to understand that it is a 1,400 square foot house, and this is a three ton fucking heat pump. This thing was designed for large houses, like mansions and shit, right? And so, <coughs> excuse me. And so, when this thing arrives, I'm like, holy shit. All right, well, you know, it is what it is, right? So, um, he wires it up. You know, we get the HVAC guy to come out. Now, this HVAC guy, um, he says, hey, I can make it on like a Friday or some shit like that. You know, right before the weather started to get ugly. Cool, man, not a problem. So, he shows up. Asshole shows up. Literally, I'm leaving for work. They're pulling in. I'm like, hey, guys, you know, drinks are in the fridge. Take whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. And for whatever reason, that day just decided it wanted to get roasting. So I'm like, holy shit. All right, well, I'm sitting in an air-conditioned office building, right? And so get my little air-conditioned office building, doing my thing. And then right around 4.30, uh, my lady buzzes me. She says, it is fucking roasting in here. I can't believe it. Can't wait for this fucking thing to be installed, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Unbeknownst to her... The asshole and the HVAC guy was just finishing up. Like, they were literally screwing, you know, cover plates on and things like that. So they finish up. They kick it on. And it's ice fucking cold. Ice cold. And so I get home. I'm literally maybe five, ten minutes from my office, right? I worked fairly close to where I lived at the time. I drive home, I walk in, it's like walking into the refrigerated section of like your local grocery store, man. It's like, ah, this is great. I look around at my lady, I'm like, what are you talking about, man? This is great. And she's like, oh, fuck you, it's been roasting all day long. She literally just laid on the vent like, oh, this is so wonderful. So it got to me and reminded me of, uh, you know, when, uh, when I built this house back in 2005, you know, one of the things they said was, hey, you know, do you want AC? Because AC is not really common here, you know. I was like, yeah, you know, I remember what it was like, you know, sleeping in sweat and, you know, trying to get to sleep and you can't because, you know, it's too fucking hot and all that shit. Yeah, let me go ahead and get that, right? Vast majority of my neighbors don't have AC. So, but I do. So, about six months ago or so, we have the HVAC guy, different HVAC guy. This guy's really cool. Um, comes over, gets a good once over of our stuff, says, hey, how's your AC unit been behaving? They're like, well, you know, it's fine, but uh, on uh, super hot days, it kind of seems to struggle, you know. And he goes, yeah. He says, you're very slowly pinhole leak of your refrigerant. And that shit's just, it's going to go sooner or later. He says, I can top you off, but they don't make this refrigerant anymore. I just happen to have some. But in six months, you're going to be in deep shit, and you're going to need a new AC unit. Okay. So he gives me a quote. Seven grand. I'm like, holy shit, seven thousand fucking dollars. God damn it, right? But I'm like, listen, I need one. You know, I need a fucking AC unit. You know, I got, you know, got the wife, got the baby, can't fucking have it, right? So I'm like, all right, well, you know, it is what it is. Make it happen, right? Now we've been customers of these guys for years, so they come back and they're like, well, you know, we managed to cut this and cut this and cut this, and uh, comes all the way down from seven grand to fifty-seven hundred bucks. I'm like, hey, awesome, make it happen, right? give my visa they take care of it right this is about a month ago so they install it but it's cold and raining and all that kind of shit and so 
all right, you know, fine, whatever, thinking nothing of it. And uh, get it installed. And then the guys come back a little while later when it's, you know, starting to get a little warmer. And sure as shit, he, he tests everything out. Yep, this thing is awesome. And it's a little over-engineered for what I've got. I'm not sure the size on it, but uh, it's, it's more than enough for what my needs are. And I'm getting 15 years worth of additional efficiencies and technologies and shit like that. So it's light years beyond what my existing one was. So today, or yesterday, it starts getting really warm in the 80s, in the 90s, and it's starting, and this is only June, we don't really don't get hit really hard until like July, and then bleeding into August, it's starting to get a little warm, I'm like, alright, well, kick on the AC, kick on the AC, fucking wonderful, no problems, now I work from home, right, you know, I work in IT, I can, you know, pretty much do whatever the fuck I want, right, so I'm, you know, working, doing my thing, blah, 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 and, uh, every now and then, you know, like, alright, well, you know, Day's over. I'm gonna go get me some food. You know, maybe I'll run out to a local burger joint or whatever. You get that fucking heat wave when you walk down to the garage, cause the garage, you know, it's not heated or cooled, right? So today, you know, the local weather people have been warning us for about a week now. Hey, it's gonna get really fucking hot. You don't understand? Okay. So my old lady, she's a uh, uh, she's a nice person. She helps the uh, neighbors. The neighbor across the street has a cat, and she says, hey, listen, I got this cat, we're going on vacation, can you, you know, keep an eye on it, feed it, drink, you know, here's a key to the house, sure, no problem. So, she's been sitting in our air-conditioned house all day long in 108-degree weather, and then she walks out, goes across the street, and she's already pouring sweat, like, holy shit, this is way too fucking hot. She walks into the house, the house doesn't have A.C., it is fucking roasting. So she's like, holy shit, we gotta fucking fix this. So she feeds and waters a cat, you know, does all her things, comes back into the house, she's like, ah, so glad we got a new AC unit. And I'm like, yeah, baby, yeah, exactly. You know, that's what happens when you pay attention to shit, you know? You make sure that you kind of go, you know, I, I like to be comfortable. If I'm paying a lot of money for a house and a lot of money every month and property taxes, all that kind of bullshit, I want to be comfortable, you know? I work my ass off. I want to make sure that I'm not pouring sweat on top of that. So, apparently, probably about 80% of the people in my neighborhood don't have AC. So, of course, all the other kids are coming out going, Hey, you know, uh, can we come play with your boy, you know, and uh, maybe we can play inside. I'm like, no, no, you guys can roast. Yeah, here's some Otter Pops. Have a good time. (laughs) Oh, fuck, man. Yeah, I just... This, this AC is really fucking nice, and I got I gotta admit, it's, it's one of my more favorite things that I've had, you know, just just in comfort, you know, but yeah, I just, uh, other than that, right now, everything's just kind of coasting, really, my, uh, my poor boss, you know, he's a nice guy, you know, I, uh, when I got hired on in my current company, I had this new guy, uh, my new boss, and he quit, like, six weeks into me being there, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever, you know, people are quitting like crazy, I'm reading all these articles, everybody's quitting, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then another senior person quit, and then another senior person quit, and another senior person quit. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? So I've been reporting to the CEO of my company for, you know, a good couple of months. (coughs) Now, where it's hilarious is is that um, he's of the notion like, listen, you know what the fuck you're doing. I don't need to bother, you know, asking questions, you know, anything like that. 
if there's an emergency, call me, but we're fine. I'm like, okay, cool. And so he's starting to kind of figure out that I meant it when I said, give me time, give me money, get the fuck out of my way. You do those three things, I can make some super awesome shit happen, right? So, for example, I got both Apple and, you know, Dell, PC, um, integrated with Microsoft Intune. What does that mean? That means that I can take a machine, I can go onto Dell or Apple's website, order a machine, send it off to that person, to the new employee, directly. They can pull it out of a box, they can put in some temporary credentials that I gave them, and it will just run with it. It'll automatically install software, it'll automatically push out policies, it'll automatically take care of things, it'll automatically email me, letting me know when it's done. It does everything that I want it to do, and it's all handled by Microsoft. And so, if you're in IT right now and you're listening to this, hone your Office 365 uh, skill set, especially when it comes to Microsoft Intune, because Microsoft's been making a big, big push to make sure that everything is cloud-based and that they'll handle everything, which is great, because when shit goes sideways at 3 in the morning, I'm not getting a fucking phone call. In fact, that's what a lot of people don't, you know, especially the younger generation, they don't get it, you know. There was no cloud when I started. It was Everything was all on-premise, so I had to be an expert in you know, networking and storage and power and battery backups and, you know, all these other things. And now that's all just being handled by Microsoft, which, to be fair, I'm a big fan of, honestly. I'm not getting, you know, people calling me up, you know, at 11 o'clock at night saying, hey, you know, is something down right now? Because, you know, I can't get into this, you know, and then you come to find out you got a some piece of equipment that's failed on you or some bullshit like that. You know, you get people set up with proper security and some other miscellaneous shit, and you're fucking golden, you know. So, yeah, this new CEO, um, I've told him, I'm like, listen, you know, I can I can help you out. I can I can do all these cool things. And uh, I just deployed a uh, conference room computer for him, uh, and he's thrilled. He, he's honestly thrilled because you can tell he's stressed to the fucking gills. And then I come in, and I'm like, hey, listen, I know you're stressed about this and this, and you got all these other things on your plate. Just FYI, I fixed this, 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 and this. And he's like, D -d wonderful, okay, so, so what do you need me to do? And I'm like, I don't know, just bask in my glory, say good job, and get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> I get the feeling that this guy is going to kind of leave me alone, which, honestly, I like. I like it when people leave me the fuck alone, you know? I want to come in, do my job, go home. I don't want you to, you know, be down my fucking, you know, uh, I want you on my back, I don't want you down my throat, I don't want you any of that bullshit. Just fucking take, you know... Make sure the check clears every week. Make sure that the, you know, I got all the things I need, blah, blah, blah. Leave me the fuck alone, you know. And so that's just, you know, that's kind of how things are going lately, you know. I've been really thrilled with, you know, how things are going, honestly, you know. my uh, I've been seeing that, uh, you know, uh, states have been, uh, um, states have been, uh, um, you know, passing all these gun rights, um, legislation, you know, permitless carry and all that kind of shit. I'm like, good for you, Texas. You know, that's great. You know, Texas did that and they made it so that, that uh, you know, you no longer need a permit to conceal carry your handgun. And I'm sitting there going, that's that's great and I appreciate that, but here's, here's my question. You're fucking Texas. Why did it take you until 2021 to do that? You're fucking Texas. Come on, guys. <laughs> you should be embarrassed that you had to come to that, you know. And I don't know. I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing too much, you know, 
politics and all that kind of shit and like my state in Washington, you know, they just pass another, they pass an income tax. They they want to tell you it's for long-term care and all that kind of bullshit, but it's like, nah, I don't think so. They keep passing tax after tax after tax after tax, and then pretty soon, honestly, I'm giving, I wouldn't say serious, but I'm, you know, definitely looking at retiring to another state. You know, I can't have a government that's going to sit there and eat away at my gun rights and then eat away at my fucking bank account all the time, you know what I mean? It's like, listen, I don't mind paying my fair share, you know, to make sure that we got roads, schools, and bridges, you know. But when we have the highest tax rate for gas in the nation and our roads look like shit, you think that's fucking acceptable? You know, when I see a, you know, a uh, political party that's completely in charge of the legislature and they can't seem to do basic shit, it's like, what in the fuck are you doing? But here's the problem. They do do good on basic shit for major areas. So Seattle, Tacoma, Olympia, big cities where they have a big concentration of voters. Yeah, they're on top of shit there. Even though my city is the fifth largest city in the state, we're ignored. Why? Because we typically vote red versus blue. And that's what kind of pisses me off. So I'm kind of looking at other you know, places uh, to retire to. I've looked at Idaho. I've looked at Texas. I've looked at Oklahoma. I even looked at Tennessee. And um, Tennessee kind of caught me off guard a little bit, you know. Um, I forget what it was. I think it was Market Watch. There's a uh, really cool uh, tool that they have. And if it's not Market Watch, I apologize. But um, Market Watch has this cool little tool that says, hey, um, tell us some of the things that are important to you um, for retirement, right? Whether that be, um, uh, you know, low property taxes, gun rights, left wing, right wing, you know, schools, you know, that kind of shit, right? And so you go through all that and you say, these are nice to have, these are must haves, blah, blah, blah. And I basically, I basically wanted low property taxes, no income tax on my retirement income and no income tax on, on, uh, um, retirement, you know, Social Security. Um, I wanted decent schools, but it doesn't really matter because, you know, by that point I'll be retired, you know. Um, and, you know, basically, you know, slightly right-leaning. I don't need so far right where, you know, it's like, I don't, I, don't, I don't want like some Christian fundamentalist who, you know, if you breathe wrong, it's a sin against God or some shit like that. But I don't want it so far left that, you know, I'm an evil person because I'm white and I have money, you know what I mean? So I said, listen, I want gun rights, low property taxes, decent schools, blah, 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 blah. And MarketWatch came back and said, hey, Tennessee, this is the one you want. And I'm getting like, Tennessee, huh? Honestly, never thought of Tennessee. You know, nothing against Tennessee one way or the other, but just honestly never thought about it. You know, it's just another state back east. So for shits and giggles, I go on to Zillow and say, hey, show me, you know, some, uh, uh, some houses in Tennessee, right? Now, I there was uh, Nashville and there was Memphis and there was all these other places, you know. Um, but this was suggesting Western Tennessee, like in not necessarily smaller towns, but small-ish. You know, it's it's not a major major city, right? Big enough to where you know they've got a nightlife and some other miscellaneous shit, but not so big that it's like, you know, you can get kind of lost in the shuffle. Kind of like where I'm at now. And I look online. I find, I go, show me all houses that are around half a million dollars, right? My house right now, 2,000 square feet, is about a half a million dollars. And so I'm thinking, okay, show me what I can get for my half million, right? 
In Tennessee, I found a 3,500 square foot house with a pool, in-ground pool, in-ground jacuzzi, on an acre, giant wrought iron gate, huge beautiful fence all the way around, perfectly manicured lawn, $450,000. And I'm looking at this going, are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck? So I was just looking at that going, wow, it never would have, wow, I just, I, I was floored, honestly. And, you know, it's kind of how Californians feel, you know, regardless of their political affiliation, you know. You get somebody who, you know, they've lived, let's say, in San Francisco for 30 years. They bought a house for $100,000 30 years ago, and they've just been living in it. It's a little shitbox place, nothing special. Now, all of a sudden, that house is worth a million, million and a half. And so they turn around and they go, okay, well, what can I get for a million and a half? Up in Washington State. Up in Washington State, million and a half, depending on where you're at. You know, if you're here in my city, that gets you a gigantic mansion. And so they come up here and they go, wait a minute, I can get a better house than what I had in middle America for roughly half a million dollars. Now I have a million dollars in cash that I can just do whatever I want. And that's one of the problems that you see with this area at least. You know, when they come in, they say, hey, listen, I got a million and a half bucks to play with. And somebody says, hey, listen, I want to buy this house. I, you know, and it could be like a local family just starting out in life. And they go, hey, I see this house, half a million. I want it. I'll, I'll go ahead and take it. And somebody else comes in and goes, yeah, I'll give you 550 and, and it doesn't matter to them because it's just a fucking numbers game at that point, you know. And it's cash. You know, they, they the the cost difference is so large that an extra ten, fifteen, fifty thousand dollars is nothing to them. So of course they're gonna, you know, do that and just kind of buy a place and just say, fuck you, I'm gonna do what I want. So I kinda looked at Tennessee, you know, a little bit. Not sure about that. I mean I'm still a few years away at a bare minimum. Um, kinda depends on how this club thing goes, kinda depends on a few things. Um you know, if, if the club thing goes the way I want it to go, I may end up looking at Oklahoma. I may look up, you know, at a couple other places. Um, you know, I get the feeling, honestly, that probably Texas or Oklahoma would probably be where I, I, I look. Um, just because this, this state is starting to kind of push me out a little bit. And there's there's one of two things I can do. I can either run for office and change it from within or I can retire somewhere else. And part of me says run for office. And there's good and bad with that. The good is that, you know, I can, you know, this is my home. I was born here. You know, draw a line in the sand. Fuck you. That kind of thing. The bad is that I am heavily, heavily outnumbered. Um, you have Democrats who have basically controlled our state's um, legislature for the better part of 30 years now. So me coming in saying, listen, I don't agree with your shit, they're going to outvote me every time. Um, so I don't know if it's a exercise in futility, but yeah, fuck it. Let's see what happens, you know? Of course, the next thing is that I'm also the kind of guy that loves nothing more than to uh, just roll a grenade down a hallway just to see what happens. <laughs> uh, I did miss being on the radio, though, and doing the podcast. You know, I don't get a lot of listeners. I do have listeners worldwide, though, which is a lot of fun, honestly. Uh, you know, seeing the analytics on the back end where you look at somebody and you go, wow, man, you know, I got somebody in South Africa. I got somebody in India, you know, um, which is kind of neat because when I was in India, um, you know, it was it was a very surreal experience. You know, I've told some of the stories here. Um, 
and you know seeing that somebody halfway around the world caught your show you know and you're in a sea of other shows you know i mean i have you know there's at least like a million some odd podcasts and somebody in india all the way around the world was like hey i'm gonna check out this fucking american dude and just take a listen and see what he's like and it's like wow that's fucking amazing this is great you know you, you kind of get that warm and fuzzy you know so anyway but i'm uh i'm also looking at uh um fucking around doing a uh 3d printed uh building a ghost gun just for fun you know just kind of pisses people off you know you got people right now who are freaking out going oh we have to ban ghost guns oh they're so horrible it's like mm, fuck you <laughs> so yeah i just uh figured i'd get y'all catch up on everything i gotta get me another guest here i've uh got a few people in mind that i'd like to uh i'd like to chat up but uh one guy is actually a fairly famous comic i'm gonna see if i can't uh uh chat him up a little bit but uh yeah so anyway well i'm gonna get to running it's kind of late here and the wife's starting to give a get in my ear about uh some things and uh Hopefully by this time next week we'll have ourselves a guest and we'll see wherever that takes us. See ya.